Welcome to the Messiah's Branch Broadcast, a one-hour prophecy program on the American Voice Radio Network, featuring Pastor Dan of the Messiah's Branch Ministry. And now, here's Pastor Dan. Greetings, saints, and welcome to the Messiah's Branch Prophecy Hour. We're broadcasting live from the Flint Hills of Kansas, and we're on the American Voice Radio Network. Today's date is January 11th, Saints, the world is in turmoil. Most still don't get it. Most still don't realize it, but we are in that time of the end, and that's the time before Messiah's glorious return. So it's time to get out of sin, the world, and look to the holy city. Look at that one who suffered and died for you. Hear the sound of the shofar. If you heed the warning, get right now before it's too late. It's always the right time to make the choice for Yeshua. But, folks, you really need to get right because this world is falling apart. Somebody pointed out to me the other day that he believed that all the believers in Yeshua are being tested for their faith to see who would be protected or not protected and where your place in the end times would be. Do I believe that? Do I have confirmation? No. But it sounds pretty close to, yeah, well, the belt, so to speak. So if you need help after the program, call me. I'll pray for you with you. If you get the machine, leave your name, number, prayer request, and or message. <clears throat> the phone numbers are... And the phone number is 620-878-4682. That's 620-878-4682. In case you have an emergency and need to speak with Dan, text him, let him know you're going to call his cell at 316-619-4886. You can always find breaking news, updates about the Wichita Mission Church, radio program archives, and all of our information is on our ministry hub, which is prophecyhour.com. That's prophecyhour.com. Remember, we are a live radio program, which is simulcast live on the internationally. Some independent FM stations, four different MP3 streams, live video, audio, Twitch. Um, go to AVR.TV, uh, AVRN.TV, AVRN.TV, and you can check out all those different places. You can watch it if you're one of those uh, video places. And, yes, we have some changes coming, um, and we're being slow in doing it. Because we're getting all the mechanics in place and everything's going to break at once. So you people that will be watching on video, you'll be able to see um, screens and different things as we go along. We just want to make sure we get it right because once we break loose on some of these other video sites, uh, you know, we don't want to mess it up. We want it to all be just right. But anyway, so let's thank our listener base. Let's thank our listener place in worldwide places like Toronto, Canada, Perth, Australia, Tarango, New Zealand, <laughs> and then in the USA we have Lexington, Kentucky, Los Angeles, California, Hagerstown, Maryland. That's Maryland. Maryland. Yeah, I forgot and the then, R. And then last week the largest group of listeners was Richland, Washington, that listens to the podcast and those podcast radio archives is at branch.podomatic.com that's branch.podomatic.com Richland, Washington has been the number one for about the, at least the last three weeks and so uh, it just fluctuates around the country you know sometimes a lot of people listen in one place and more than the other so anyway let's I have, have a comment go ahead. Really? about the, about the uh, people of God's faith being tested there is no certain time frame on that. That's 24-7-365. You're tested in your faith every breath you take. So there is no planned test of that. That's 24-7-365. Well, every, every breath you take, the Lord's testing your amen. faith. Amen. But there is some other, there is some other scriptures that, that, that talks about in the end times about um, all, the found, all the foundations will be shaken to see who falls and who doesn't fall. And who will stand solid? So yeah, and it was to say if 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 they could if they could be deceived they would but if they could but 
The well, strong ones, I so, can't. So there's the course, so they throw something out there to see if your faith is shaking. Right. You know what I'm saying? It's a test. In fact, the tribulation, and a lot of people don't realize that. Now, we're getting to, we haven't said the prayer, but um, if you go into Revelation, when it talks about, uh, you know, the, the, church, the various churches, it says, they, what do they call the tribulation? There it says, um, it says, pray that you're found worthy to escape the test that will come upon the whole right. world. And so the Word of God calls it a test also. And so, you know, that's what it is. But I agree with you very strongly, and it gets more so every day. So much more temptation is put out there. And you're, and especially if you're about to get a blessing, I believe your face gets really well, I've seen tempted. so many people fall short of their blessing because they give up right then. Right when the blessing's starting to come, they give up and they lose it. Okay. All right, um, so, uh, dear Heavenly Father, in Yeshua, Hamashiach's name, I pray, Father, I pray, really, not goes according to your will, not our will, Father, and give everyone out there ears in which to hear and understand the truth. So please, Father Yahweh, in your Son, Yeshua, Hamashiach's name, bless this program tonight. Amen and amen. Well, now it's generally time for a song, but I, because of the link to this um, thing that I'm going to play, from Jonathan Cohen. I'm not going to do the song now. I may do it after break, but let's do this. On this site, I've addressed the President, Hollywood, Rolling Stone magazine, and now I need to address the Pope. What just happened is ramifications for the future, even for the end times. I don't have a choice. This is to all of you who watch my messages, and to you who are Catholic and those who are not Catholic, send it to your Catholic friends, and for that matter, to your non-Catholic friends. This is Jonathan Kahn. First a note, as more and more people watch this channel, there are all sorts of fake Jonathan Kahn sites springing up like mushrooms. If it doesn't say official with a check mark in the title, it's a fake. As this past year drew to a close, something seismic happened, the repercussions of which are going to be felt for years. For many of you, this is your wake-up call. The Pope, the head of the Catholic Church, the one whom Catholic doctrine says is the Vicar of Christ, Messiah's representative on earth, decreed that the Catholic Church is now to give its blessings to same-sex unions. After nearly 2,000 years of designating such things as grievous sin, which has been the stand of Christianity for 2,000 years, the Pope has decided that the Catholic Church is now going to bless these unions. Now, the official Catholic doctrine on such matters is that they are, quote, intrinsically disordered, contrary to natural law, grave depravity, and under no circumstances can they be approved or blessed. So now the church is going to bless what it says is intrinsically disordered and grave depravity by the decree of Pope Francis. The Catholic Church's last major statement on the issue said God cannot bless sin. But now the Pope has declared that the Catholic Church apparently can bless sin. As believers, we are to love all people in all situations. Pray for them. That includes everyone and everyone involved in such things. It's written, such for some of you. We're all in the same boat. But that's not what this is saying. This is not about praying for individuals or showing them God's love. This is about the Pope telling the Catholic Church it is now going to give its blessing on same-sex couples, a same-sex union. Now, from the start, I have nothing personally against the Pope. If he lived next door to me, I'm sure he'd be a nice neighbor. But this is not about a person. It's about what he did as someone who bears the title, vicar, or representative of Christ, Messiah, to the world. As far as the former statement of the Catholic Office of Doctrine that said God cannot bless sin, the Pope, in effect, fired that man who was in charge of that and replaced him with a friend who was willing to issue this new directive. The statement doesn't even specify couples who are celibate. So these are undoubtedly people who are presently engaging in what Catholic doctrine defines as sexual immorality and grave depravity. Now, if they who are sleeping together in such unions are to be blessed by the church, then certainly heterosexual couples who are sleeping together, or in what the Bible says, fornication, must also be blessed by the church. And what then is to stop the church from having a blessing ceremony for couples in adultery? They can say, well, that's a sin against marriage, but so is this. Pope Francis and his leadership has said it's about inclusion and progressing. 
It's about being loving. No, it's not about inclusion or loving. We are to love and reach out with the love of God to everyone. But this is something else. What is it? I'll tell you what it is in one word. The word appears in the Bible. It's called apostasy. This is the Pope's great moment of apostasy. It's a watershed moment. It's a red flag moment, a milestone for Catholicism and even for Western civilization. Now, if you were watching closely, you could see it coming. This is the same Pope who warned Christians against sin, no, idolatry, no, evil, no. He warned Christians against, quote, rigidity of, ready, the Ten Commandments, against being too set on the Ten Commandments. Should the Ten Commandments, must we not become too set on having other gods, idols, coveting, adultery, murder? Which ones exactly should we become less strong about? The Pope went on to say that God gives us the freedom to search our own conscience for commandments. Really? So that thing that happened on Mount Sinai with Moses was a mistake. So Moses should have come down from the mountain and told the Israelites, I have these Ten Commandments in stone, but don't get too set on them. Search your own conscience for your own commandments. And if your conscience says adultery is okay, go for it. Other gods, more power to you. Worshiping a golden calf as you're doing right now, God bless you. Or may the golden calf bless you. Pope Francis said that someone who holds strongly to such things as the Ten Commandments has something wrong with them. Does that include Jesus? Because as far as I know, Jesus was pretty set on that. The Pope went on to say that the Ten Commandments are not a gift from God. Really? Well, then who gave them? Did they descend to Sinai from a spaceship? He goes on to say that while the Ten Commandments are not a gift from God, the Beatitudes are because, quote, they make you feel good. The Beatitudes are part of a sermon in which the Lord Messiah said, if you even look at a woman in lust, you're committing adultery. It's hyper Ten Commandments. I mean, a 10-year-old Sunday school student would know that. But the Pope apparently did not read that far into it. And he said this, I always try to understand what's behind people who are too young to have seen Moses walk down from Mount Sinai with the Ten Commandments, and yet they still want to obey them. Did he actually say that? What is that? They shouldn't follow the Ten Commandments because the commandments came a while back. If you weren't there, it doesn't count. Forget about them. If you're not over 3,000 years old, don't worry about it. Now, it's not that the Ten Commandments save us. Messiah does. But is it okay to commit adultery now? Apparently, it's okay to commit grave depravity. And if you throw the Ten Commandments out, then you throw everything out because as far as I know, the Bible came out before most of us were born, as did the Beatitudes. In fact, I believe Jesus came out before we were born. So we're not supposed to follow him? This is not an accident. Right after he issued the directive to bless same-sex unions, Pope Francis issued this directive. Listen, let us remain vigilant against sin, no, darkness, no, apostasy, no. Let us remain vigilant against rigid, there's that word again, ideological positions, meaning positions from the Word of God. And he goes on, under the guise of good intentions. Guys, that means that, that those who uphold the word of God, well, it's that they don't really have good intentions. It's only a guise. They have evil intentions. This is also not an accident because though he speaks as if his directives are for mercy and inclusivity, he has spoken of those who hold to the Bible or who are conservative as evil. So it's not just don't hold firmly to the word of God, but that those who do hold firmly or strongly to God's word are actually evil. He goes on, holding to such positions, meaning biblical positions, quote, separate us from reality and prevent us from moving forward. So according to the Pope, holding to the word of God separates us from reality and prevents us from moving forward. Moving forward into what? It has to be moving forward away from the positions of the word of God. If moving forward means moving forward off a cliff, then I don't want to be part of that forward moving movement because it's not really forward it's downward he goes on to say we are called instead to set out and journey like the magi following the light that always desires to lead us on at times along unexplored paths and new roads so the pope is saying that we are to now go on a quote new road which means a road that's new to thousands of years of the new testament and judeo-christian faith that means different 
He says we have to go on a path that has been unexplored, meaning in the thousands of years of biblical faith, or in other words, unbiblical, an unbiblical road. And he frames it as taking up the journey of the Magi. Now, that sounds nice. What could be wrong with that? Well, for one thing, the Magi were pagan. Christians are not supposed to be pagan. The Pope is not supposed to be pagan. The Magi were pagan astrologers searching open to God and his revelation. It led them to Jesus. The Bible says, then God spoke to them in a dream, so then they received the word, then they needed to follow the word. If we've received God and the word, then we are not supposed to be open to following that which departs from the word and God, but to hold to it and not proceed toward paganism. What does the Bible say? The apostle says this in 2 Thessalonians 2, let nobody deceive you in any way, for it will not come the day of the Lord unless the apostasy comes first and the man of lawlessness is revealed the son of destruction before the Lord comes there must first be a great apostasy that's biblical prophecy the word apostasy comes from the Greek apostasia to fall away from one stand let me say that again to fall away or depart from one stand this is now the Catholic Church under the Pope falling away from its own stand from the biblical stand on sexual morality if someone is in a sin that the Bible says will exclude them from salvation, eternal life, and lead them to judgment, if you love them, you don't bless their sin. You don't sanctify their state of sin because that's leading them to judgment. You share with them the truth in love and do everything you can to bring them to God and his will. And no matter what this document from the Pope is saying, it's blessing the sin. It's communicating to the Catholic Church and lands that it's okay. If somebody is suffering from a fatal disease that's destroying them and you know the cure and you can tell them about it, but you don't, instead you bless their disease, their state of disease, you're not loving them, you're hating them. Because instead of bringing them life, you're consigning them to death. Any sin that would keep somebody from salvation and everlasting life is fatal. If I don't give them the medicine but encourage them to stay in that state of dying, I'm not loving them, I am hating them. It'd be the same if the Pope... We're now to say, I'm going to bless couples in adultery. Forget about what man is saying. What does the Word of God say? The Word of God is very clear. For example, in 1 Corinthians 6, it says this, Do you not know that the unrighteous will not inherit the kingdom of God? Do not be deceived. Neither the sexually immoral, nor idolaters, adulterers, thieves, the greedy, the habitually drunk, verbal abusers, swindlers, will inherit the kingdom of God. And to put it into modern terms, it says, and those practicing same-sex sexuality. That is the word of God. Then it goes on to say, such were some of you, but you were cleansed, you were sanctified, you were justified in the name of the Lord Jesus, Yeshua, the Messiah, and in the spirit of our God. But now that the Catholic Church is saying, you have our blessing in that state, and actually in that union, well, those people are not going to be cleansed or saved. What you're doing is blessing them into hell. And the idea that the Pope really didn't change anything, it's, that's just semantics. That's sophistry. If you have to spend 5,000 words to try to argue that nothing has changed, you can be sure that everything has changed. It's like saying we're still against slavery, but now we're going to have a special ceremony to bless slave owners. They're going to come into the church with a slave in chains, and we're going to bless that union. And the culture is not going to be reading that document anyway. They're just going to be seeing same-sex couples being blessed in Catholic churches. The On this site, I've addressed the president, Hollywood. That was... Um, they were still talking. No, that, that was me hitting the button again. I don't know if, if 
if we just heard the beginning or this is a milestone. The Pope is a, you realize how many people are Catholics um, across the world and proclaim already, to me they're in apostasy anyway because they worship Mary, but that's beyond the point that I'm getting at. The fact of the matter is, is this is representing, he's supposed to be the victor of Christ, which means he's Christ incarnate on earth. That's what the, the Catholic Church claims. And so now he's just telling the whole world it's okay to sin. All these things are okay. We can bless them. Everything is okay. It's it go with how you feel. That's what the devil says. The devil specifically, it comes from him. Satan, it says, do what thou feel. You know, do what thou will. Do what you want. God's commandments don't matter. Is this not the great apostrophe or the great falling away? Is this where we're at? This is incredible. So again, I played the shofar. You need to heed this warning. You need to get straight, get right. You need to consider where we're at in time. Because this apostasy would come before the man of sins revealed, before the Antichrist appears. A lot of people think the Pope is the false prophet. That ushers into the Antichrist. Is this indeed what we are seeing or what we are hearing? And now that was only 10 minutes, uh, about 11, well, actually 11 minutes and 35 seconds of uh, Jonathan Kahn's um, speech on it, uh, or sermon, whatever. Um, it's over at prophecyhour.com, I put it, but you can find it on YouTube. I suggest you listen to the whole thing. I suggest you share this radio program with other people. Because this is indeed something monumental. If you do not believe so, then you need to get out your Bibles and get on your knees and on your face and pray to the Father. Because this should shock you to no end in two different means. One, it's a blessing because we know you show how much is coming. But in number two, you realize what's about to come forth from the earth that this is indeed the great falling away. And I don't, I, you know... This should put you in shock. We'll talk about it more when we come back from break a little bit. We've got some other things to talk about today. But this, um, and Frank says, the false prophet is who I believe the Pope would be for the last 30 years. This was news to me um, that he did this. Um, and yeah, Frank, I've, I often believed at the office of the Pope. I didn't know which Pope would be, but I believed that it would be the false prophet. So, I'm not the father. Um, I didn't have an angel come get in front of me and tell me that this is indeed what it was. And I didn't have a big voice yelling at me who says, in my spirit, wow. Okay, tell them where they can find us. We'll go to break. You can find all of our contact information, radio program, archives, mission updates, everything, and contact information, everything's at prophecyhour.com. That's prophecyhour.com. We'll be back in four minutes. Pastor Dan will be right back. Whether you are pre-trib, mid-trib, or pre-wrath, or post-trib, whatever your position is, this book will help you to find the truth. If you're really looking for the truth about the rapture, I honestly believe you will find it in this book. It'll settle into your spirit because the truth is the Holy Spirit knows the truth about the rapture. And one of the reasons that the people other than post-trib can't seem to find peace about this is because the Holy Spirit is trying to tell them that they don't have the truth. That is, until they find post-trib. But either way, this is going to help you to find the peace about the rapture. I really recommend you get it. We offer them in shrink wrap sets of 10. 1 for 20, 10 for 30, and 20 for 50 at prophecyclub.com. 1 for 20, but don't do that. 10 for 30, 20 for 50, give you extras to give to your friend. Because once you read this one, you're going to be handing this to your pastors, to all of your Christian friends, and just ask them to read it. If they get through the first chapter, they're going to read the whole book, and they're going to love it, and it's going to help them to really find 
the truth about the rapture. How Pre-Trib One at prophecyclub.com. In this time of the social and spiritual breakdown of America and the world, in these prophetic end times, God is calling multitudes of Christians to the Ozarks and other safe havens around the world to survive so they can spread the gospel. The Ark Haven Intentional Neighbors Vision is to prepare Christians physically, mentally, and spiritually for these end times. Thousands are coming to the Ozark Mountains in Arkansas and Missouri, where even the CIA says it's one of the safest places on earth. The Intentional Neighbors concept allows Christian neighbors to own adjacent land to each other so they can aid and help each other. The community is exploding with nurses, a doctor, and other professionals as well as many others. If you cannot afford to buy a house, you can rent a house. Call 479-502-1789. That's 479-502-1789. Or visit arkhaven.org. That's arkhaven.org. Tell them Pastor Dan sent you. Well, we're back. This is Pastor Dan and and you're listening to Messiah's Branch Prophecy Hour on the American Voice Radio Network. Um, before we go into anything about the Mission Church, I'd like to follow up on what we we just heard. What 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 do you think? Well, like I was telling you, it reminds me of the movement back in the '60s where they started saying, "If it feels good, do it. It's all right. The Lord will bless you anyway." That was my sister's. Well, I was a little girl then. My sister was a teenager. That was the hippie thing, and they, if it feels good, do it. doesn't matter. If you love them, you love them. Nobody can tell you who you can love and all that. That's where the, all the – now it's a wide-open book because the Pope's saying it's okay to do it. Well, and – It's basically the same thing. If it feels good, do it. You're okay. The Lord will bless you. No, he will not. Read your Bible. Yeah, he will not bless him like Jonathan Cain said. But let, let me go with this, and, and my response back to my wife was like this, so – but see, this has been a repeated call from Satan to devil, you know, do what thou will. You know, in fact, Aleister Crowley and other people have wrote about it and said it. And it's been an ongoing thing, do what thou will, because as the commandments don't matter. This all started in the Garden of Eden when when um, the, when Satan the devil told Eve, you know, it doesn't matter that, you know, Yahweh was lying to her. Basically. You're not going to die. Eat that apple. So he taught, he got her to disobey the, Lord. the Lord's commandment. And the commandment was not to eat of that tree. And then there was only one commandment at that time, and it was don't eat of that tree. Um, but this is a repeated thing. But the, the difference is, is this is it's not that some hippie movement or young people or whatever said it. The Catholic oh. Church represents the greatest amount of Christianity in the world. Why it's, it's apostate Christianity because they worship Mary and so many other things. This is dramatic. Yeah. This is probably a signal of the great falling away. Now, um, I am going to not get really deep into this because it you know, really upsets me to no end. But uh, I'm going to, Pastor Carl Gallops will be on with me in the second radio program today. And, and I don't as you folks that listen to me and talk Carl Gallops, I'm always just popping stuff on him, and I don't tell him in advance what we're going to talk about jokingly to see if I can catch him on something he don't know anything about. And today, in all these years, I've never caught him on anything. anything. <laughs> Nothing. Yeah, and we laugh oh, about Carl. it. Yeah, we laugh about it all the time. And uh, But today I did. I did actually, last night I sent him a link to this whole speech which, again, folks, I'm going to repost it, and it will be under the radio category, a link to the Jonathan Kahn um, video that you can see on YouTube. And you need to pray about it and listen to the whole thing that Jonathan Kahn said. I cut it off because it's like, I think, about 40 minutes long, the sermon is, and, and it would have took up the whole program. But you have the gist of it, um, and it, it, this is just really, really dr dramatic, you know, when you consider this is the head of the largest Christian church, so to speak, in the world. 
I'm saying it. And a lot of other, and here's what, another big thing, which you, a lot of people don't understand, even the first day of the war, uh, worship, you know, Sunday worship, you know, the, the, the Protestant church, a lot of its doctrines come from the, the, the guidelines that the Catholic church sets. So if the Catholic church says this, you watch how many other churches fall away and pick up the same doctrine and actually point to him and say, that, well, the Catholic Church says it, the Pope says it, so it must be all right. This already goes along with what's going on in it. That spirit's already in the churches, because this is what's going on in the church anyway, because you have churches that are already blessing same-sex marriages, that are also having um, same-sex marriages. This is just a confirmation of those people. And so what's going to happen is these people, be prepared, folks, they're going to persecute those that stand on the Father's commandments. In fact, the Pope more or less just said so, you know, that um, the people that you have to worry about is the people that rigidly keep the Ten Commandments. And that is, this is just dramatic. So and this is also basically part of the scripture that defines the Antichrist. Doesn't it say something about that he'd say he has more power than God and his word's more well, powerful than God? So isn't he kind of just saying that, okay, this is not... This is not sin. It's okay. Isn't he trying to say he's above God? Well, let's go with this. It, it's all part of it. But listen, there's there's supposed to, there's two people in in the in this situation with the Antichrist. There's the false prophet, and and which is one entity, and then there's the Antichrist. The false prophet puts forward things that brings in the Antichrist. And so, like Frank said, you know, Frank said that he believed that that the Pope, the, and I believe also, had believed all these years. I just can't say, yeah, definitely, but um, that the office of the Pope would produce the false prophet, and this could be the Pope Francis could very well be the false prophet that is in league with the Antichrist, uh, and he and he is our like that, every day. Well, but. Let, let me let me explain some more about this. Um, there are uh, okay, so you have the false prophet. Okay, there's other things that go along with it. He's going to come forward with miracles and things, but he will usher it in. And there's just so much. There's so much of this, as the word says, the. Antichrist couldn't come unless there was a great falling away or apostasy first. And this uh, sounds to me like Jonathan Kahn is thinking this issue of that apostasy. And I can't think of anything more dramatic in the short term. Now, will this pope go away and another one come in that's even worse? I don't know, because uh, uh, Pope Francis isn't in the world's greatest health or everything. But, folks, it's time to be awake. You understand this is what's going on in the world. These, this form of Christianity in the rest of the world is what's going to persecute the believers. And so you need to be proud, as the word says, you need to be found worthy to escape these things that are coming, the great test that's going to come upon the whole world. You need to be to pray and be found worthy. And don't be caught unawares? Well, that's the point. Um, don't be caught unaware. Um, but, you, you know, as you always say, don't be doing anything in, in case, you know, because Yeshua could be coming at any time, meaning that he could not always look at this. Don't be doing something that you shouldn't be doing if Yeshua knocked on your door. Here's what, how it goes. Don't be doing anything that you shouldn't be doing because if the Lord comes, he catch you doing it. Yeah. yeah. There, there's a case in point. So this is really dramatic, folks. You really need to share these radio programs around. Um, you need to be about the Father's business. Um, we're trying here at uh, Messiah's Branch Prophecy Hour on American Voice Radio, we're trying to warn the world as that happens. That was has been a motto of mine for many, many years, um, warning the world as it happens. And that's what we're trying to do. You want to help us out, radio? You can donate to radio. There's some things and changes that we want to make. We could really use some cash. But... If you don't want to do that, share the radio program because this message needs to get out. This message of what the Pope just said needs to get out. Share this program on your social media. 
in other places. You look like that. Yeah, I was going to say, it doesn't matter. He's not, you don't have to catch you doing it because he's watching you do it in the first place. But that's not how, I, I always say, don't be doing anything that you don't want to be caught doing if the Lord should come. That's how it goes. Yeah, and okay. so, yeah, if, and if it feels wrong, it is wrong. Don't do it. Your spirit, you should listen always to the first part your spirit tells you because that's the real part you should do. Everything after that's the devil trying to get you to do the opposite. Well, it it seems that way, <laughs> um, but anyway, um, so you got that all out? I saw yeah, I got it all out. Yeah, the Lord sees you doing it anyway. Just don't do it. If you know it's wrong, don't do it. Yeah, if you... It, it ain't uh, about whether you get caught or not, because you done got caught when you thought it. He knew he was going to do it before you even manifested the thought. Okay, <laughs> enough on that line for a minute. Um, here's a scripture that would go along with it. Um, once you receive... If if you continue on in sin, Hebrews ten twenty six twenty seven says, if you continue on in sin, once you receive the knowledge of the truth, there remains no more sacrifice for your sin. And so, knowledge of the truth—that's the kicker that that defines whether your sin is going to kill you exactly. permanently or whether you can get pardoned for it. And it's called willful sin. Right. So. Don't be sinning willfully. So if you feel like something's wrong, you know, um, don't do it. And if you need to double check, then go to your Bible and make sure, you know, if you have that feeling and you go ahead and say it, make, make sure what you're saying is right. Yeah, it's not like, oh, I know this is sin, but I'll just do it and repent of it later and get forgiveness. No, it don't work that way. If you knew it was a sin when you did it, you ain't getting forgiven from it. Okay, and, and let's go on with this. I'll throw something out there that else that Jonathan Kahn said. He was also talking about people that, you know, gossiping. What is gossip? Gossip is actually false. When you gossip about somebody, that what's gossip? That's telling stories about people without having absolute knowledge that it's true. If you don't have absolute knowledge that it's true, then you're like Satan the devil, and you're an accuser of the brethren. Because that's you don't know if it's a false accusation or not. So don't be spreading things that are not that you do not absolutely know that are true. Do not gossip because that's the devil's playground. And it isn't a wonder that the Father hates it so much. So you need to be careful in what you say about others. Make sure that it's right. Make sure that it's right. Okay, but anyway, so pray about supporting the Wichita Mission Church also. Um, we're going to tell you how you can donate. And that is being about the Father's business. Because, you know, when Yeshua returns, he is... Um, going to be, he says he's going to separate the sheep from the goats, and it looks like the way that he's judging everybody is by how we treated each other. So tell them how they can donate. You can donate online by cash app or over the phone or mailing a check or money order. You can find all that information at prophecyhour.com. It's at prophecyhour.com. Okay, folks, you know, um, we were uh, uh, going to some other things on this program, but I'm going to go ahead and do this today. Um, there's a, you know, you hear us play radio pro or play songs all the time. I'm going to uh, play this song and I want to tell you about a little bit about this man that just passed away. Um, so let's hear this song. Well, no, I guess it isn't. Oh, oops. This world is all about I have to turn it up. No one thing without a doubt, my Lord is in control.
a very fitting song for the time we're in. And uh, Brother Ben, um, wow, that's sad. Um, I, yesterday, I went on the Internet just to see if, every once in a while I Googled his name just to see if somebody else was talking about him or something. And I hadn't heard from him. And when did you say I got this letter? In 2020. In 2020, he sent me a letter with the words to this song. And... It had been a long time since I asked him to write out these words. In fact, I did. He, he actually had sent it to me years before this letter. Actually, I asked him for the words to all of his songs. <laughs> well, and, and at the last communique about music, I also had asked him if he had any other music. Yeah. Um, you know, because I know he did, because I had a cassette tape that he gave me. The original cassette tape that he gave me got lost. Oh, and, great. And, well, and, but I, you know, I have, you know, about... 12 or 13 of his songs, but there's more than that. But the point is is, is that he passed away. Um, and so this is kind of in tribute to him. So read that. Brother Ben P. McKnight. Uh, ben P. McKnight of Gladewater, Texas, passed away Wednesday, April 27, 2022, in Fort Worth, Texas, at the age of 66. He was born on October 11, 1955, in Dallas, Texas. Ben was an energetic, genuine, and talented man who provided for his family and friends unique and enjoyable experiences throughout his lifetime. He will be missed by many, and Ben is preceded in death by his wife, Diana McKnight, and Ben is survived by his children, J.B. McKnight, Ashley McKnight, brother Craig McKnight, and wife, Jean McKnight, sister, Jamie Ackerman, and husband, Steve Ackerman. Um, Amen. And... The, the last words that he wrote to me, like I say, this was in 21. He says, "Hey guys, sorry about it. it took so long to get out of, get this out. I had some health issues. Um, he was five. He said I was in five weeks in the hospital. All's okay though now. Keep forth, uh, my brother and sister. Y'all bless you and uh, you and brother Dan, Ben Paul, um, brother Ben Paul. And so, um, Ben, uh, I know you can't hear me, but th- this is." You know, we love you. We thank you. And he originally gave me, uh, why do I feel free to use his music? Because he gave me a cassette um, and said, use this to benefit your ministry in any way that you see fit. And so holding true to that. Um, but this, this song is so timely in a sense. You know, the, the Lord is in control. Um, no matter how much fear or what that comes to you, remember, your father the Lord, the Lord, the Father, Yahweh, and His Son, Yeshua HaMashiach, that's what's in control of everything. And so, just, you know, out of His blessing, uh, you know, this is for Ben, and I'm going to play another uh, song of his. Fire on the mountain Moses went to see The bush was burning with the flame By the power of God's glory Standing on holy ground Yeah, he had to humble down And take his sandals off As he was standing on holy ground Daniel in the lion's den He trusted in God's word Those hungry lions' mouths were shut And not a hair on Daniel was hurt And he was standing on holy ground yeah, he had to humble down. He was standing, standing on the holy ground. Holy ground. Holy ground. They were standing, standing on the holy ground. Shadrach, Meshach, into the furnace they were tossed When the king looked in There were four, not three Must have had their sandals off And they were standing on holy ground Yeah, they had to humble down They were standing, standing On holy ground David told Goliath Become a sword and shield But I in the name of the Lord of hosts God of Israel, he was standing on holy ground. Yeah, he had to humble down. He was standing, standing on holy ground. 
standing on holy ground and that's that is actually what we're talking about when we say be about the father's business you better be standing on holy ground in order to stand in the time of trouble that is that is now coming upon the whole world and it has been for some time but as frank was kind of pointing out for the, uh, the radio program you know talking about that things are start going to really get strange things are already really strange and uh, we don't know where this year is going to have same thing Michael Snyder said. Wow, 2024, this year, you know, with the elections, and we have almost have major world conflicts in several different places, you know, in the Middle East, about to be with China, with Russia, so on and so forth. We have already have an invasion over our border with thousands and thousands, I mean, actually over a million people coming over the border every year that we have no idea what they're about, who they are. Um, yeah, we know some of them are terrorists. We do know that as a fact, but they're allowing them to come in anyway. Um, there is no border. Technically, there is no border. Anybody can come through. And, yeah, they catch a couple of terrorists or whatever, but mostly, you know, these people are just flooding in. It's like a way... And so what if these people, like the, like last month, they said between last month and today, it was December and January, so far they, are, there was over 16,000 um, um, Chinese men of, of uh, military age that came across the border. And what if, what if, let, let me throw a what if out there, what if the left, which we believe, and we've had, you know, People on this radio program like Robert Spencer came forward and said he believed that they were trying to um, start a civil war. What if, if about all those guns that, that were bought up by the um, post office and other agencies, the IRS and all those guns and ammunition, what if that's actually they have a plan to arm some of these people that are military age coming across the border? And they're telling them at the same time, too, they're telling them white people are the problem. White people are the problem. That's what's broadcast out of the White House. All the magna, the white people, they're the problem. They're the problem. What if they plan on arming these people for a civil war against us? You think about that? I don't know. I'm not saying does say it to Lord. It's just a what if. In fact, I think I picked it up. Somebody else said it in one of the news articles that I wrote. Um, and... So there's a case in point. You need to know where you stand with the father and his son. You need to know. You need to be on holy ground. You need to be in the right place, the right place spiritually. And then after that, pray. The, the father will show you what preparation that you need to be. But you need to get away from all the entertainment and everything and have some private time. How much quiet time do you spend with, with the father and the son? I mean, really, you, you're always bombarded by your screen. Do you ever go for an hour or two without even looking at your phone? You need to consider these things. So pray about supporting the work that we do. Please, please, please push these radio programs out there. We really do need your help. You can go to Branch Shop Automatic and find links for them, but most of you that are already listening, you know where the links are at. Put them out on social media. Pray about a monetary donation. We could really use that right now. We could really use it. Support the Father's work with the Mission Church. That's We do really need your help over there. And, you know, finally, she, my wife got her, she'll get to use her stove tomorrow. Yeah, finally. Yeah, well, we, she got her, finally got another stove. And so now what, we put them together. Tell them what you got. You got about a minute. Well, I got a in countertop stove that has four burners and an oven, and then I got my double oven with uh, that has four burners, but one of them is broke. That's why I got the other stove. But I'll be able to use those three, so I'll have seven burners and three ovens. Yeah, amen. Uh, and you know, well, that comes in handy when you're cooking for oh, 160 people. Wouldn't you get 160? 151 was my last number. Was your last number? Um, 
Yeah, didn't you have 165 about a week ago? That was what we had on December 25th. Oh, December. Or no, Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving. One of those two days. Thanksgiving was the big day. Um, December 25th, we I think we only had a little over 100. No, we had a hundred. Yeah, we had over 100. I think. Yeah. I think it was 98. I think it was 98. It was. I don't know. It was really either right over 100 or right. Right at 100. You know, Um, and again, we were shocked. We have as many as we had the previous years but yeah that's it was right at it was close to 100 yeah and i checked with the union rescue mission and and they even said that their numbers for december 25th was way down so somebody else must have actually i think christmas i think december 25th was 121 and then the first of the month uh, because i remember my son made a comment oh we won't be very busy today it's the first month they got their checks and i laughed at him and said oh that's been over a year we'll still have over 100 and we had 98 yeah. Okay. Tell them how they can donate. You can donate online by cash app or over the phone by mail and check or money order. And you can find all this information at prophecyhour.com. That's prophecyhour.com. If you don't wish to help with the poor, please consider a radio donation for her time because it's not free and donations keep us on the air. Yeah. And for the record, um, we also heard that with the snow in Wichita, the cold that hit the other day that we lost two homeless people. Um, anyway, so support what we do, but Get on holy ground. Do be about the Father's business. Share the radio programs. But remember, folks, remember, there is only one true God. He is your Father. He is the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. His son is Yeshua HaMashiach. He gave his life for repentant sins, and he rose after three days and three nights on the heart of the earth. And through him, and only, only through him, is the way of the Father. And remember, always be a blessing to others and pray for the peace of Jerusalem. Because when you pray for the peace of Jerusalem, you're praying for Messiah's return. Amen. Lord God, Father, King Universe, Yahweh, please, I ask in Yeshua, Hamashiach's mighty name, that, Father, you would please bless these people that are listening and keep them, and that your face would shine upon them, Father, and that you would be gracious to them. And give them peace like no one or nothing else can. Until an hour from now, this is Pastor Dan saying goodbye and y'all be blessed. You've just heard the Messiah's Branch broadcast featuring Pastor Dan. To contact Dan on the internet, go to messiahsbranch.org. To write to Dan, send a note to Messiah's Branch, 230 West 4th Street, Florence, Kansas, 668 Five, one. Tune in next time for Messiah's Branch.